Hey folks, hey, this is Wesley, billion dollar virgin here with another millionaire midnight rat. And I'm back in Houston, okay? And I didn't get an opportunity to do a podcast yesterday night because as many of you are aware, I conducted a high ticket seminar mastermind Folks there paid upwards to $200,000 to um, see me speak, to be a part of a group that I will be working directly with for the next couple of months here. So I spoke for a couple hours here, so I needed some time to relax my voice here. But listen, if I'm a little hoarse here tonight, I apologize in advance here, but I wanted to ensure that I serve you here wanted to ensure that I continue with these rants to give all of you young, outstanding people the opportunity to get access to me, okay? And if you're brand new to the podcast, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. I'm a young black man from Houston, Texas, and I grew up pretty average, pretty poor, and over the years, over decades, I became a multi-millionaire here. And I'm currently worth over $40 million. And I'm in the digital market space. And I enlist my purpose is to serve people. I believe that service leads to greatness. That um Depending on what you want to do and how well you want to do it, you must be in service of others, right? It doesn't matter how great and how significant you want to be on the planet. You must understand that you must be in service of others. And I believe that service leads to greatness and which is why I would do this for the rest of my life. Educating you, sharing my philosophy with you, helping you, going live with you, answering your questions as well to let you know that your dream is real and the achievement of your dream is necessary. Okay? So, hey Kiki, how are you? Let me give everybody a shout out here if you don't mind. Go ahead and comment your names here below and let me give you a shout out, okay? Hey, Monica, how are you? Go ahead and comment your names here below, young people. Thank you for tagging people below, sharing this video video out as well. Rihanna, how are you? Samira, how are you? Jeffrey, Ditton, how are you? And tonight I want to open up the platform for questions here. And like I said, if my voice is a little hoarse, it's because I was screaming and yesterday I was speaking. So I need a little tea here. So please um, don't mind my voice. Stay here. Hey, Christina, how are you? Hey, Bill. Hey, Freedom. So listen, before I start, I want to give you something here. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question here, all of you. 
Um, if I gave you, I wrote a check for a million dollars right now to you. Would you feel excited? Okay. Like if I gave you a million dollars right now, would you be would you be pretty excited about that? <clears throat> you may say, yes, I am. Hey, John, how are you? Like if I wrote you a check for a million dollars right now in your name and I deposit it in your bank account, how would you feel? You feel pretty good. Actually, another question. <clears throat> what if I gave you $10 million? $10 million right now, which I have. And, but, however, if I give you $10 million, you couldn't wake up tomorrow morning. Would you take it? If I would give you $10 million, guaranteed, but the only caveat is that you wouldn't be able to wake up tomorrow morning, would you take it? Comment your answers below. Somebody said no. How about if I <clears throat> gave you $10 million, but you couldn't wake up in a week? That means in one week, you wouldn't wake up okay, in the morning. A week from now, you could have $10 million. Would you take it? <clears throat> and I noticed that everybody is coming and no. No, I wouldn't do that. And... My question is why? And many of you would say, well, waking up is more important than $10 million if I had to choose. Waking up is more important than $10 million if you had to choose. And my question is, if you believe that, then why don't you wake up with excitement? Okay. Why, why don't you wake up with enthusiasm? You know, people ask me, where do I get my energy from? As if I'm different than them. Like if you value waking up more than $10 million if you had to choose. Why don't you wake up excited about living grateful for opportunities and just very grateful that you woke up this morning? <laughs> How about a year? What do I say? In a year, you won't wake up, but you can have $10 million right now. You still wouldn't take it. You'll still say, no, I won't take it. Because you value waking up in the morning. 
you value that more than $10 million if you had to choose. So listen, the point is this. Stop waking up thinking about your problems. Stop waking up feeling ungrateful about your life. Stop waking up feeling depressed. Do you know that the people who are depressed are the people who only think about the past? And the people who are anxious are the people who think about the future. But the people who are living in peace, they're in the present moment. And what I want you to understand that the only thing that matters, really matters in life, is the present moment. It's just what's going on right now in your life. I, you know, I continue to, to meet people who continue to complain about what's not happening and they wish it was faster and how long I have to wait and this is hard. And they're choosing to suffer. But yet, they don't understand that in this moment right now, you could be peaceful. You can feel abundant. You can feel rich. You can feel wealthy. You can feel prosperous right now in this moment. <coughs> and what defines that is how you feel in the present moment. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? I understand you want to be rich and wealthy and in love and you want to lose weight and you want to be accepted by the masses. You want to be significant. You want to be important. But the only thing that matters is the present moment. Like tomorrow morning, I want you to begin to be excited for waking up. We just agree that waking up is more valuable than $10 million. If you had to choose, you would choose waking up every single time. So that $10 million is not as valuable than waking up, which means you need to begin to be grateful. You know, I tell all young people that always ask me, what do I got to do? What do I got to do? Make a meal. What do I got to do? I said, be enthusiastic for waking up. Like, be grateful to God, be grateful to the universe that you get another opportunity to play this game called life. Because there's so many people that will not have that opportunity tomorrow morning. Over 100,000 people are going to pass away around the world. They won't wake up. And they'll trade anything to be able to wake up. Does that make sense? What I want you to understand, younger and older people, start to be very grateful about the intangibles of, of life. Some of you are so seduced about the physical realm and the tangibilities of life. You know, fancy cars, watches, pretty girls, Handsome guys and 
traveling the world, big houses. You're so seduced. Like, those things are great to have. Nothing wrong with it. But the intangibles is what sustains you. Like, waking up and just feeling grateful because you're alive. Waking up and noticing that you're healthy. Waking up and noticing that you still have your fingers and hands and arms and legs and waking up because all your family are still living, still there. But we tend to get lost in the world and we tend to forget what really matters. Because what really matters should determine how you feel, not the money you earn, not the houses you buy, not the cars you purchase, not the people you fall in love with. It's a deeper emotion that or a deeper feeling I want all of you to acknowledge. To begin to realize that <clears throat> you're blessed. Okay? You're blessed. You are. And the reason why you're blessed is because in this moment right now, you have total control on how you think and how you feel. That you can separate yourself and begin to reframe or dissociate from what's going on circumstantially in your life. Let me repeat what I said before, and I want you to write this down because you're going to need this to understand this as you begin to navigate the world in a very exceptional way. That people who are depressed are only focusing on the past. People that are anxious are only thinking about the future. But the ones who are in peace, can I get an amen, please? The people that are tranquil, the people that are calm, In the present moment. Because the present moment is all that counts. Write that down, please. The present moment is the only thing that truly matters in life. Is that? Like what's happening right now. What you're thinking about right now, how you feel right now. That's what really matters. That's it. Not the past and not the future. What's happening right now. So I ask you, and I want to make a suggestion here. Discontinue to deprive yourself of the feeling that you feel or that you want to feel before you achieve something. Let me say that again in layman's terms for some of you slow people. I want you to understand that you don't have to wait 
to feel good in life. It is not necessary. It's not a law. It's not a rule to feel grateful, to feel excited, to feel enthusiastic based off the circumstances in your life. Does that make sense? It doesn't. You can be enthusiastic and be excited about your life and have nothing, no money. No opportunities. You still could be excited. You could be lonely. No man, no woman, no boyfriend, no girlfriend. You still can be happy and excited about your life. And you can be. Right? Because there's always a reason to be grateful. There's always a reason to be happy. There's always a reason to be elated about life. Always. Only if you're looking for it. So what I want to do at this moment here, I want to open up the platform for questions here. <clears throat> Take a few questions. Just comment your questions below here. And you can ask me anything. Okay? You can ask me any question that you want. And I want to be able to do this for you because I care about you and I love you. And I don't need to know you to love you. I love you because you haven't given up. I love you because you logged in here at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Even though you have to go to work, you got to go to school. But you're here to educate yourself. You're here to learn what you need to do and what's necessary for you to elevate your life, to make progression. And that's what life and living is all about, making progress. And I'm here to help you do that. How do you find time to focus once you have kids? So I have three children. Three, I have two biologicals and I have one other. Listen. In the beginning, you might not be able to give your children all the time that they require. But what I would say is this, that if you're going to miss certain events in your children's lives, if you're going to miss certain sporting events or when they have recitals because you must work on your dream. I would say this, make it count. Don't bullshit, make it count. Because there's nothing worse than having children and working and sacrificing that time and not getting anything done. <clears throat> I had to do it. It was a time in my life for my children that I couldn't always be with them all the time because I was working on something greater. 
I had a conversation with my kids decades ago, and I said, well, your father wants to do something exceptional. I want us, and I want to give you the life and the experience that I've always wanted. And I want to ensure and guarantee that your life is easier than mine. Why? Because I want to elevate you in a way so your likelihood of success is likely. Mine wasn't. How I grew up, where I grew up, the man that I am here today, that was not in the cards for me. So I would say this, mothers and fathers that have children that Obviously, sacrifice is definitely necessary to build the business. Make it count. Don't bullshit. It's nothing worse than sacrificing time with your children and not achieving anything. Okay? What does it mean when you ask the right questions? You can change your life by Tony Robbins. Can you explain this in detail? Yeah, so when Tony Robbins talking about asking the right questions, you don't want to say, why is this not working? Say if you're working in your company or you're in your business, and you're failing, you're not getting the result that you desire. And you might say, why is this not working? That is not an empowering question. It's called a disempowering question. What you want to do is, what do I need to do to make this work faster? Make sense? Because whatever question you ask yourself, your brain and mind is forced to formulate an answer. If you say, why am I not losing weight in the gym? Your mind might say, because you're a fat ass. Because you eat donuts, you eat bread too much. But if you say... What can I do to have energy, look fit and lean, and enjoy the process in the gym? Your mind will find a way to make that a reality. Does that make sense? So that's what Tony Robbins is referring to. He talks about questions here. High energy. High income. <clears throat> Do you just run with agency accounts now or use some regular BMs for FB? Uh, we do agency and we do, uh, we have remote servers that we log into to run Facebook ads. Do you think AI would affect us positively or negatively? Both. Good question, Samara. So, uh, yeah, uh, but, so I'll say this. AI right now is just a blessing for a lot of people who understand how to use it. And even the use case is so infinite. And it's still so many things about AI that we still don't understand and know how to use it in a way to do so many tasks and create companies and things of that sort. I would say it's, um, it could be negative because... It's going to be a lot of fraud. 
I mean, I give example. They have a program right now that you can take a famous person and you can basically take that famous person's voice and you can clone that person's voice and you can make it say whatever you want it to say. Or you can take a person's speech, a famous person, and you can, it's this program that, it's AI program that would allow you to have that person speak different words, such as, you can have President Obama say that your product is the best thing ever. <laughs> I mean, they have. So I would say that's going to be very interesting, right? But I think it's more benefits than eat than ever. And also it's going to, um, a lot of jobs will go away. Okay, I'll tell you that. A lot of jobs will start to disappear. Um, I can't tell you which ones, but they will. AI, and what they're doing is they want AI to be very similar to a human being. They're even working on programs where AIs can do customer service support. That when you call customer service support at any company, it'll be like AI. AI, I think, eventually will replace salespeople. <clears throat> when you think you're talking to a human being, you're talking to a salesperson. Right? You're talking to an AI person, not even a human being. So um, many jobs will disappear because of artificial intelligence. So I would say this. Get your butt on the Internet. Get a blueprint on the Internet. Learn how to utilize AI in a way to make money and to monetize. Okay. Next questions for me. Oh, let me see. <clears throat> yeah, it's very powerful. I mean, the AI is just the beginning. I mean, I'm loving it. Hey, Elizabeth, how are you? Honestly, I'm loving the the AI right now because I'm making a lot of money. Maybe one day I'll share with you what I'm doing to do that. Smokey, how are you? Creamy. Emmanuel. <sighs> Questions. Do you, A-B, test VSLs even after finding the winning VSL just to see if different iterations perform better? Yeah, we do. I mean, we test headlines. We test colors. We test font. We test a lot of stuff, honestly. Uh, but yeah, we're always testing. Even the upsells, we're, we're testing that as well. Everything is being tested. What's the question, here? Hey, Stella. Wes, what are your thoughts on the 100-year-old you? <clears throat> well, believe it or not, I know some of you are going to think I'm insane and crazy, but that's not new. But <clears throat> I believe that I'm going to have the opportunity to live to a thousand. God, universe, whatever. Whatever the higher power is, is going to allow me to live that long. And the reason why I believe I will be able to live that long, because well, I'm going to take care of myself just like I do now. I'm very conscious, very aware of what I put in my body. Uh, my mind, how I feel. So we'll see. I believe that I'm going to surpass 100 
200, 300. And another reason is because I believe that my presence is very necessary on the planet because I help so many people. And sometimes I don't realize how many people are impacted by my podcasts, my talks, and my philosophy. So um, I truly believe that I'm needed here. And I'm going to be here as long as humanly possible. We'll say about a thousand. Okay. What's next? You run more heavy on YouTube or Facebook. Facebook. Everything's Facebook. Questions for me. Unless my son or my daughter takes the baton away from the father and they continue their father's purpose. But who knows, right? We'll see. (sighs) Questions for me. Absolutely. Any, are you able to scale Facebook like you were back in 2015, 16, 17, 18? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Not right now. I'm not saying those days are over, but it is more challenging right now to scale on Facebook. Like some days we'll scale, we'll spend 20000 30000 Then some days it'll be tough to spend 5000 So... <clears throat> It's definitely a disparity between, um, you know, five years ago until now. How did you know you wanted to do in life? Oh, how did you know what you wanted to do in life? Yeah, Raphael, I'm going to be honest with you. It was just a choice. Um, One thing I realized about me was I, and this is before I educated myself, before I started reading books and started to really get... um, get very fascinated in the self-development space, I realized that I was very formidable. I was a very resilient young kid, which means like I was never really depressed or I never berated myself or got down on myself about things in life in my 20s and as a teenager. Um, I mean, I had the, you know, basic issues like most people have in their 20s and teenagers, but I never like thought about it like, my life was ruined. I remember losing jobs, sleeping on the floor of my next door neighbor's apartment. I remember losing my car three times, repossessed. I remember filing bankruptcy. I mean, being on probation. Like, I just never really, to me, life was like an adventure. Even when I was sleeping on the floor of my next door neighbor's apartment, I still had a girl on the floor making love to her, you know? You know, I I mean, it just didn't even matter to me. And I was, 
Like, I never forget this. I was staying in a, an apartment with 10 Mexicans. You know, I love my Latino brothers. You know, they're cool. And we ate tacos every night. We ate those um, fajitas. And we drank those cervezas. I didn't, I didn't really drink, but they drunk like every night. And every night, I'll never forget this. I was staying in what is called Indigo Falls Apartments. Indigo Falls, guys. And this is when I got kicked out of my apartment because I couldn't pay the bill because I had lost my job. And every night, man, we'll eat those fajitas. I remember we'll drive to this little meat market. And, man, we were eating good. Oh, my God. We was eating good. And I'll date the girl at the same time on the floor. And sometime, you know, I don't think my boy knew, but sometime when he was going out of town, I was in his room, you know, just making love to the girl on his bed because I didn't have a bed. But was having a good old time, man. It was a... <laughs> I think he did finally find out what I was doing, though. But, like, I just never felt depressed about that or down or despondent. It wasn't a big deal to me because let me tell you why. I always knew that I wouldn't be where I was. I just knew it. You know, wherever I was in life, even when I was having a very challenging time, I just knew I would always be here. I knew I wouldn't always be sleeping on the floor. Come on. I knew eventually my life was going to turn around and get things back on track. I just knew it. And maybe it was just blind faith or maybe just my ego or this blind confidence, but I just do it, you know. So I knew I had a gift, and I realized my gift was to help others, to give them this gift. Because so many people around me, as I navigate the world, they're just so either depressed, down, uncertain, um, you know, they fight their trauma and their childhood, and it's just a lot of unhappy people here. So um, I just realized that this is my purpose. This is what I want to do. I want to make a contribution to people's lives through giving them a different type of philosophy on how to live their life. Because it works for me. Like, I'm living a perfect life, okay? Like, my life is perfect. It really is. It's just a perfect life. And I absolutely love it. And I want you to realize that your life can be perfect as well. It can be, if you allow it to. I was talking to my seminar folks, my mastermind last night, and I was speaking about how people say that you can't be always happy. People tell me this all the time. Wesley, are you ever sad? Are you ever down? Do you ever get angry? Do you ever get upset? Like, are you always happy? Because no one can always be happy. And my question is, why? Like, why can't someone always be happy? Do we have to take the results from people who are unhappy all the time other than looking for the people who are happy most of the time? And if you don't know what it is, that's me. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited, happy, and life is really good all the time. It really, it's just what it is. I'm not even trying to fake it. My, I mean, my life is, is really great. It's not because I'm just rich. It's just I feel good. You know, I really feel good about living. 
And I think that because my definition of success as I've gotten older is very different than most people. Yes, I like some nice things. Yes, I like to buy cars. I like to travel. I like to buy houses. Yeah, whatever. But, like, my definition of success is waking up, feeling good, looking at myself in the mirror, looking at my abs that are coming in, baby, let's go, looking at my nice skin, looking at my pretty teeth, looking at my lovely brown eyes, looking at my youthful face, even though I'm getting older chronologically. I mean, being able to go to the gym, being able to FaceTime my daughter or my son and talk to them, go to the track meet with my daughter, being able to fly down to see my daughter in college and hang out with her and her friend. Like, that, I love that stuff. That's exciting for me. Okay? That's my success. Do you need to heal yourself to be successful? No. I mean, heal yourself from what? No. I think what you first need to do is define what success means to you. How can one discover their true purpose and calling in life? I would say this. If you don't know what your purpose in life is, meditate. You know, meditate. You know, ask yourself, you know. But I truly believe that the purpose has to be selected. You choose your purpose rather than you're just having to stumble upon it. Remember, folks, we're very intellectual people. Okay. Give me a second. I'm trying to get comfortable over here. I bought some new pillows. All right. So, remember, young people, we are intellectual. We're we're smart. We're intelligent as relates to animals, which means is we have the ability to make decisions and choices. That if you're trying to find your purpose, um, I don't think it's about finding. I think it's about just choosing what you want it to be. Right? You don't need to go to a shaman or go to a psychic and, you know, go to a church to figure out what your purpose is. You have the ability and the power to discover it for yourself. Do you... How did you know? Okay, all right, so scrolling down here. Okay. Okay. I've been trying to scale with CBOs, and that's good for one or two days, then it dies. Yeah, yeah. The CPAs, man, are just. Our CPA just fluctuates daily, but the key is just just not to give up and just picture the CPA that you want, right? Have a media buying company to do all my media buying for me. And, um, yeah, man, we're going to get it right. We already got it right. We already know. So it's just testing. You should enjoy it. Okay. Thank you so much, 1800 a day. Thank you so much for your kind comment. Hey, Ivan, how are you? Let me see here. Oh, I think I need some tea, actually, some peppermint tea. 
Maybe someone can come over and boil that tea for me, maybe. Oh, it's one o'clock. Oh, it's impossible. <laughs> What's next, folks? Talk to me. Any questions for me? <sighs> 21, can you do something for me? 21, do your thing, 21. Burning money until finding that winning campaign feels. No, man, you're not burning money. You're investing. You're like you're. You have to think about it. You're collecting data, honestly, on Facebook. You're like you're never burning money. You're collecting data. The more money you spend, the more data you have. Manuka, honey. Okay. I'll take that in consideration, Samara. Thank you. And I want you folks to come to my seminar. I mean, you know, next hey, it's expensive a little bit, you know, it's it's about thirty to fifty thousand dollars, but it's worth it, it's so worth it. And I want you to understand that you can't you can't put money you have to discontinue putting money on the pedestal. You know, everybody says that they're willing to do what it takes until it's time to do it. Right? Gotta be willing to get it done. Thank you, goddess. What What do you think is the fastest niche industry to make your first million, in your opinion? Weight loss. King West, can you dive deep into concept of modeling? Yeah, so let's go back to when I made my first million. Does anybody know mechanistically how I made my first million? If you don't know, I'm going to tell you, and I did it through modeling, honestly, okay? And I talk about this in one of my programs called Online Millionaire Mastery, where I teach people exactly what I did to make the millions. So what I did was, and this was like maybe almost a decade ago, I went to clickbank.com. I looked at the top five, top ten products. I found a product that was doing very well. And it was the number one product. And I bought the product. And I copied the links for the sales page. I copied the links for the upsells. Even the thank you page. And what I did was I began to study what that person was doing to make the money that he was currently making. Make sense? Like I was just studying it. You know, the word he was using and how he was using his words and you know, basically how the person was creating stories around the VSL, the video sales letter. Then after spending a few weeks studying the video, I understood why it was converting very well. And this is when you have to kind of learn the psychology behind marketing, right? Marketing is all psychology once you really understand how to utilize it, right? And I can give you a few books later.
to do that. But so what I did was I modeled the VSL, modeled, not copy. And I changed out the names of the product. I created a brand new story. And I did the same thing for the upsells as well. I modeled everything, different names, different stories, right? Different products. And um, I launched. And when I launched it, right? When I launched it, the first 30 days, I made a million dollars. And it was in the weight loss niche. Right? Like I wrote, I wrote the book myself. And I just modeled the book of the program that I modeled, honestly. Like I literally did a burger, I did a Burger King. Burger King modeled McDonald's. Right? And just like Facebook modeled MySpace. Yeah. And I made a lot of money. And, and I'm telling you, you know, listen, you know, before I made any money, you know what I was doing? You know the stupidity and the stupid things I was doing? Well, I thought I was just so smart that I was going to create something from scratch that no one's ever seen before. And I'm not saying it don't work, but it's definitely a longer road, <laughs> right? It's a long, It's a longer road to success. If you're trying to be innovative and create something that the world has never seen, I, I wouldn't suggest that. Um, listen, just model, man. Come with the word model. Just model whatever industry, whatever niche that you want to be a part of. Just model the person that's already successful. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's it. And listen, I, I I know that, you know, it's, it's just really that simple. <laughs> like in 30 to 45 days, I can model a product and make millions. Like just that easy. And I don't have to be an expert in the field. Right? 30 days, man. It's really that simple. I've done it numerous of times. It's to the point that it's just too easy for me now. So that's why now I have bigger and larger goals. But, um, yeah, just model. Just model the programs online. What I was doing well, just model it. That's it. And no one will ever tell you this, honestly. Hey, they just, they're going to tell you to work hard. And say, don't cover myself. Everybody copies me. Everybody models everybody, by the way. Especially successful people. You know? They try to give you shit about it, right? Oh, he copied my stuff. Well, everybody does. It's not that many people that have a unique idea on the internet, honestly. I mean, come on. Some people do, but most of it just, it's just a copy of everything else. I mean, think about it. How many ways is there to lose weight? How many ways is there to make money? I mean, come on. All right. What's next? Folks, are you getting value here? <coughs> oh, man. 
Think about it. Why spend another five, ten years trying to figure something out? You know, trying to figure out if the marketing work, if this work, this model. I mean, you can have, excuse me, they have tools online right now, tools that you can copy the Facebook ads that are working. Called ad spy tools. We use them. And we spy on other people's ads that are working. And we just swipe them. <laughs> I'm telling you, let other people do the work, man. Let other people, because they've already done it. You know, I'm not trying to be the smartest person in the room. I just want to be the richest. Because the richest person has all the power. So, you know, let other people do all the work. You just model. And let me tell you something. You know, millionaires, rich people, they're, not, they're going to frown on this information because obviously they don't want you copying them and modeling their stuff. So they'll never tell you that. They'll just say, oh, just create something from scratch out of the blue. Like, whatever, I guess. I mean, you can do it that way, but I prefer to get quick, richer, and faster because you can how much did you spend on advertising your first product when you created by modeling? Yeah, so fortunate for me, I didn't spend any money. For several years, I didn't run Facebook ads. I had affiliates. Like even today, I have over 100,000 affiliates, folks. I mean, I have a lot of them. And the reason why I have so many affiliates is because I built a lot of relationships when I was broke. I met a lot of people. A lot of people that were making money. So when I had a product that did well... And, you know, the product I created was FatDiministry.com. Like, man, I had every affiliate on the planet promoting my product for a long time. So I have relationships with people. They already know that it's a high percentage that if Wesley Virgin makes an offer, it's going to make a ton of money. Okay. And I'm not right all the time, but I'm right most of the time. And that's the key. Like... A person that plays NBL baseball, it's called NBL, yeah. Um, he just has to be right three times, like be able to hit the ball. He can miss seven times, and as long as he hit it 30%, he could be in the lead. That's powerful, right? So, yeah. Hey, Miriam, how are you? Gary Kramer's, nope, not just Gary Kramer. I had people like Robbie, Mike Gary. It was a lot of, I had people in Indonesia. That was, like a lot of you think that America is where the affiliates are. No. They're in Indonesia, Singapore, Romania. People that you don't even know exist. It, they're in Tel Aviv, Israel. These people run the real, I've had a guy that was running a thousand cells every day for a very long time. To my offer. So, and it was in Israel. <clears throat> yeah, America is not the smart. I, I love Americans, but they're not the smart people compared to the world. You got some extremely intelligent people outside of America. So, nah. So, um, yeah. Um, what's next here?
What's, what percentage did you pay your affiliates? Yeah, 90%. And what I, I was a little different because I paid them 90% on the front end and the back end. On the, and no one, had, no, one, no one was doing that at the time, by the way. I was one of the first people to pay 90%. Most people were doing 75%. I did 90% on the front end, 90% on the back end. So people were making so much money. It was insane. I, I created a lot of millionaires with Fat Dimension. A lot. Thousands of people became millionaires because of that product. Crazy, right? We're going to do it again with Genius Group. What's next? How can we as a beginner find affiliates if we don't have relationships unlike you? Yeah, I mean, go to um, Affiliate East, Affiliate West. You need to go to the seminar. I mean, go to the conferences. Meet the people. You don't have to buy anything. Just meet people. You got to leave your house, man. Got to go meet people. Yeah, he's right. That's what we're saying. See, it's funny. Some people who don't post anything will casually run $3 million per month. Of course, I got this guy right now. He's for the test one of my offers. He showed me a screenshot. He's doing like 90000 a day right now on ClickBank. Promoting um, Alphaline, I believe. I mean, just ninety grand a day, just casually, just easy. Folks, there's a lot of people making money out there, but a lot of people don't want to do what I'm doing. Like, they don't want to educate people. They don't want to teach people. They don't want, they just want to stay in the hubbles of life. They just want to travel the world, have fun with their family, and and you'll never know. There's a lot of those people, by the way, tons. You'll never know they exist. What's up, Mercy Roy? How are you? Any questions for me? So you just made money off the email list and selling them extra stuff? Yeah, man, and people were on the ad. Like, I, honestly, with Fat Diminisher, folks, I didn't do anything for, like, for you. <laughs> if I'm going to be very honest with you, like, Fat Diminisher was a unicorn. Like, I made so much money. I made a lot of money. Not just with Fat Diminisher, but... Like, I did a lot of partnerships with other people, like BioTrust, and then I created called Red TD Talk. I, everybody was coming to me, and it was just so many easier ways to make money. Like, I give an example, like, in my ebook, I had links to other products. I made, like, an extra 30000 a month just off of just linking products in the ebook itself. Amazon was paying me 10000 I was making a lot of money for a very long time. And I wasn't spending a dime on traffic. All right? Crazy, right? <clears throat> yeah, the affiliates were doing all the work. Absolutely. But affiliates, they love me. Hey, Nikki, how are you? What's next? 
Yeah, it is powerful. But like I said, listen, you got to lock in, man. You know, at that time in my life, before I created FatDiminish.com, which was a unicorn, it just got launched at the right time, at the right moment, I was locked in for a very long time. Like, I was just to myself. I was just so isolated from the world, literally, honestly. And I think that's what people don't understand, how isolated I was. I, I didn't talk to anybody for like a year or two. I just really didn't. I didn't have a job, so I didn't have to talk to people. And I was just locked in. I was just going to the gym, coming home, working. And, um, yeah. I created magic. What is the greatest thing somebody has done for you that you will never forget to this day? Oh. Oh. Um, three things, uh, three people, my children, my, the mother of my children, she gave me three beautiful babies. Thank God for that. So yeah, that, my babies, they just, they give me life. My kiddos, they just give me life, honestly. I just love them so much. Um... Because they're like mini-me's. <laughs> I see a lot of characteristics in them that I see in myself. But I do want more kids. You know, any woman available, let me know. I want four more babies. Four girls. So I'm looking for a woman that's able to give me some kids. Make it happen. All right? Maybe, maybe a year or two. Sometimes it's difficult to focus. How do you maintain focus? Yeah, just by separating yourself from <clears throat> as much. I mean, like, get off of TikTok, delete apps. Put your phone on, do not disturb. All right? And just really just separate from friends. Don't talk to friends. Don't talk to Pookie and Ray Ray. Get rid of everybody, honestly. Unless they're doing very, very well. It made a lot of money. Questions here. The only fit mama. What's going on? Is it true that people will cast spells on you? I don't believe that. No. Do you need to heal trauma to make money? No. Questions here. I'm curious. Is the list from Fat Dimensions still converted to this day? Nah, man, that list is gone. I end up letting somebody else run the list for a long time, and it's done. It's dead. But I never do that again. Like I would never give the list and let somebody else run it. I'll run it myself. I could have did a better job. The person that I gave it to did okay, but I could have. I should have just kept it for myself. This is a lot of work. <clears throat>
what's next here. What's next? Any more questions for me before I let you go? All right, folks. I guess you're done. But thank you so much for joining me here tonight. Listen, listen. I'm there with you, you know. I'm there with you. Whenever you feel alone, whenever you feel down, whenever you feel disconnected, you know, know that you have Wesley Virgin right here that you can listen to on the podcast to get your mind back intact, to get your mind back aligned with your goals and your dreams, okay? So I always remember, whenever you feel a little down, a little bit upset, just imagine Wesley whispering in your left ear. And he says, you got this. Remember that. You know, whenever you want to give up, whenever you're like, oh, this is just too hard, I'm tired. Remember Wesley Virgin in your left ear saying, you got this. Because you got it. Okay. You got this. So I love you. I appreciate you. Much love. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. And let's go.